0: Today we have a crazy entitled parent story of a neighbor repeatedly calling the cops. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, should my boyfriend and his family move to my state? This could be such a long story, but I'll try to abbreviate it as much as possible. I, 23-year-old female, have been in a long-distance relationship with my boyfriend, 25-year-old male, for four years. He is my best friend and I truly love him. I know that by even asking this, I probably already know my answer, but I'm having a tough time accepting it. Should I end my relationship or continue it and allow my boyfriend to move to my state with his family? He's planning on moving here in April with his parents and I don't have much time left to make a decision. I am feeling lots of doubt despite my feelings for him. I'm concerned about his mom, 49 year old female. I have so many long stories I could share, but I really will try to keep it short. I have noticed so many red flags, but because we're in a long-distance relationship, I can forgive them once I get home and i am away from her. Since I only visit for a week about every other month, I feel I do not even know half of what is to come in the future if I marry into this family. For the short periods of time that I've been in person with this family, I've always had several experiences that cause me to feel doubt. But everything else about him is so amazing to me that I can forgive them once I'm home. Soon, that will not be the case if they move to my state. He originally was going to move here on his own, but without speaking to me about it, planned for his family to come as well. This did not initially upset me so much at first because I assumed his family would probably follow eventually. He is an only child. Up until now, I had not thought a lot about what it would be like for them to be here too. I only imagined him. I get along with his mom because I'm a meek person. She is extremely hot-headed, pushy, and overbearing. I do not enjoy being around her, and she makes me feel exhausted. There have been many things she said to me that have been left-handed comments, but I've ignored them and always remained respectful to her. I don't like confrontation, but she is a, if you have a problem with me, say it to my face sort of person we are really close right now but i genuinely believe that if i had just a little more of a backbone she would hate me i know that makes me sound so insincere but i just wanted to build a good relationship with her she cannot take no for an answer and i am so bad at saying no i will say no to her a million times and she does not give up she'll just do what she wants My boyfriend and his mom are extremely close. His biological father left when he was around three, and his mom remarried when he was five. His stepdad, 56-year-old male, is like a real father to him, and they get along very well. His mom and dad have a healthy relationship, and that makes me happy. His mom has pulled me aside multiple times throughout my visits to tell me that her son is number one in her life even before her husband. She pulls me aside very often to make comments like that. She also often texts me about how sweet and amazing he is. He lives with his parents right now because he wants to save up to move in with me. He's lived apart from his parents for two years in the past in an apartment that was less than five minutes from their house. When he moved out, his mom cried uncontrollably for days. His mom and dad both constantly dote on him. When I'm visiting, they knock on his door several times a day to talk to us. When I'm not there, they enter his room constantly without knocking when we're on a phone call together. It's more his mom than his dad, but it can be his dad sometimes. His mom will enter his room and sit on his bed and just listen to our conversation. She will complain that he doesn't spend time with her or eat with her anymore. Since I'm not there in person, he and his mom go out one-on-one together several times a week for meals. This doesn't bother me because I also like spending time with my mom. But for her to whine about him not doing it enough is concerning, because to me, it is more than enough already. Additionally to this, she is constantly texting and calling him while we are together. I only get to see him in person every so often, so it makes me sad when she calls him and they talk on the phone for a while when they live together and get to see each other all the time. He tells her everything that we do each day all of our plans sends pictures of our food and their messages are filled with heart emojis this did not bother me initially because i'm glad he has a good relationship with her but since then so much has built up and caused me more concern for how involved she is in his life i do not know how much he texts her when i'm not there but she calls him every day that he drives to work. She has convinced him that he is six feet tall and repeatedly comments on how tall he is. I don't wanna burst his bubble because he genuinely believes that he is that tall, but he is probably more like five foot nine. I don't care how tall he is, he is perfect to me. But it's strange how his mom romanticizes his height. Every time I visit, at least once, she rubs his arms and goes on and on about how amazing and big his muscles are. She snuggles up against him when we're on the couch and they always hug when we leave them and go to bed. Maybe this is normal. My parents are not very physically affectionate. I will say that he is independent. He works hard and can cook, clean and do errands for himself. His mom does currently do his laundry and help with the cleaning and cooking sometimes, but he does help out and I know he is capable of doing these chores on his own if she wasn't around. For the majority of our relationship. Every time I would visit, we would eat just about every dinner with his parents, take his mom out for lunch at least once, and spend the evening watching movies or just talking to them. If we did something alone, when we got back home, he would knock on their bedroom door and go into their room and talk to them for at least 30 minutes. I know that doesn't sound long, but that time adds up when you only see your partner for a bit every few months. When he visits me, we sometimes do not eat a single meal with my family at all because I want to spend as much alone time with him as possible. If I said anything about not wanting to spend so much time with his parents, he would get sad and tell me they miss me as much as he misses me when I am gone. We've gone on several trips out of town with his family where we would spend every waking moment with them. For our 3 year anniversary, we went on a 7 day cruise with his parents. After about two days, I asked him if we could just do one thing together alone without them. He reluctantly agreed and we planned to go get a late night snack. When the time finally came, his mom asked if she could join us because her husband wanted to gamble that night. My boyfriend said yes and I was visibly annoyed which caused him to be annoyed with me. He told me that my behavior was unbelievable. After we ate with his mom and parted ways with her, I expressed my annoyance to my boyfriend. He threw a fit and stormed off to sit somewhere on his own. For the rest of the trip he gave me the cold shoulder... I could not wait to get off that boat and go home. We had a serious talk after this and since then we've spent a good bit less time with them during my visits. Now if I'm there for a week, we usually only spend about 2-3 to dinners with them, but still spend a lot of time in their room or his room talking. Since we've decreased the time we spent with them, his mother has increasingly gotten more passive aggressive towards me. She makes left-handed comments about my appearance and qualities, and then she tells me, You can get away with saying anything if you say it with a smile. They are too minor to truly address or complain about, but it makes me feel insecure. My greatest concern came during my most recent visit. It truly gave me a reality check. We went out to dinner with his parents, and his mom tells me that we need to have a serious talk. I assume it's about them moving to my state, and they want to make sure that I'm truly serious about being with their son? Instead, they brought up my older brother. My older brother has extreme social anxiety and sometimes does not properly greet my boyfriend when he visits. I am not close with my older brother and I do not spend much time with him. I warned my boyfriend about him before meeting him because my brother is rude to everyone and has acted the same to all of my past boyfriends. My boyfriend has taken it extremely personally and brings it up a lot. I've spoken to my brother in private about his behavior and hear out my boyfriend when he complains because I agree with him. My brother can be very rude. If I explain it's because he's shy, my boyfriend says I'm giving my brother excuses and that my parents did not raise him right. At the dinner, his parents say that they are extremely concerned with my brother and how he treats my boyfriend. I am a little shocked because I didn't see it as a big deal since my brother's not a big part of my life. This conversation went on for a long time. They bashed my brother and the way my parents raised him, they said if my brother was rude when they were around, they would address it immediately and ask what his problem is. I think I must have been visibly scared because his dad began emphasizing that they did not hate my brother, but were concerned as parents. My brother really has not done anything that bad to my boyfriend other than not greet him when he visits. They acted like my brother was going to be his biggest bully and that he had to stand up for their son. I just feel like he's too old to have his parents so defensive and worried about something like this. I also feel like this will just start a huge fight between our families if they make a scene about my brother. His mom tells me I need to stand up for my boyfriend no matter what, because at the end of the day, he is all I will have left when my parents pass away. I feel slightly wronged because I've spoken to my brother about his behavior a few times, and so has my mom and other family members. I may not have stood up to him directly at the moment, but I am not comfortable around him, so it's hard. Once the conversation about that ended, his mom turned to me and began asking about my future plans. She does not look at my boyfriend at all, only to me. She asks about when we want to move out together, get married, have kids. I tell her I'm not sure if I want kids and I want to be financially stable, have a solid job and marriage before doing that. She tells me that I should want to have kids now and live day by day, instead of worrying about having an established plan. She tells me that my boyfriend's biological father did not want kids until they were established adults either, but she wanted kids, so she got pregnant. I thought this was crazy because they were married in their early 20s. He expressed he didn't want kids yet, and she still purposely got pregnant. She often acts like a victim because my boyfriend's biological father left her and my boyfriend constantly tells me he feels so sorry for her and that she is the strongest woman that he knows. She proceeds to tell me that she wants to be a young grandma and wants me to have children ASAP. She says that she does not want to look old in her pictures with her grandkids. She made the whole process of us having kids seem like it was all about her months ago i had told her i'd wanted to be a stay-at-home mom if i had kids and she told me that i should want to work and provide for myself not rely on anyone my boyfriend told me that i shouldn't worry about being a stay-at-home mom because i can work while his mom takes care of our kids i only want kids if me and my partner can afford for me to be a stay-at-home mom i know that is a lot to ask for in this economy but if that can't happen then i simply will not plan on having kids i am happy to work and i love my job but if i do have kids i would like to care for them at home until they're older my boyfriend's mom is very against this idea i think maybe because she wants to be the primary caregiver but i don't really want such a hot-headed short-tempered person raising my kids as awful as that sounds i don't even have kids yet and i'm worried his mother did multiple things on this trip that made me uncomfortable I won't get into all of them, one thing was she took something I had just bought and did something with it that I'd asked her not to. I didn't express discomfort to her, but I spoke to my boyfriend in private afterwards. It truly was not too big of a deal, but I wanted him to know that I didn't like it. He completely shut down and got defensive. We barely spoke for the rest of the day and went to bed mad at each other. My boyfriend and I have also been planning on going to a concert together once he moves here and his mom has already invited herself to that. Since I've gotten home from my last trip, I've taken this concern very seriously and sat down and told my boyfriend how I truly feel about his mom. The first conversation, he didn't understand why I was upset. Eventually, he saw how serious I was. I was brutally honest and told him I was considering pulling out of the relationship if things did not get better. He promised that he would do so much better and apologized for everything. He assured me that he would set boundaries and do anything he had to. I told him I couldn't know for sure if this was possible before they moved here, so I was still doubtful about continuing the relationship. His solution was that he would move to my state first without them. He brings up this idea to his mom while they're out having dinner one-on-one, as they do quite often. She says it's always been the three of them, her, her husband, and her son, so that she would have to follow within two to three months after he moved if he moved here alone. She also asked him, what if I want to move there? As in, she would move there with or without his permission as soon as she wants. The conversation did not go anywhere past this. He did not tell his mom, ''No, we'll need more time than two to three months, or say it can't just be the three of us forever, once I'm an adult and start my own family.'' Nothing. He didn't even attempt to set a single boundary. saw her get teary-eyed and could not do it. I don't want to separate him from his mother or force a wedge between their relationship, but I don't think she can let go and he's too nice to set boundaries. And this conversation happened hours after I told him I would pull out of the relationship if he could not prove to me that he could set boundaries. I believe she will resent me for stealing her son from her, or my boyfriend, and I will constantly be fighting about his mother. My heart tells me that that dinner is all I need to know about his ability to make boundaries. My biggest concern is that he cannot take any criticism about his mom. She has no boundaries, invites herself to everything, has an opinion about many personal things within our relationship, and it bothers me. I wish I could share every specific story about how she's acted or things she said, but it would be a book. And that is considering that I only see her maybe 6-8 to weeks of the year. Soon, it will be forever. Is it worth having the man of my dreams that comes in a package deal with his mother? I truly believe that he will not be able to set up the boundaries that I am comfortable with. I am so happy with him, but I know I cannot be happy with her. I guess I already know my answer, but I'm so heartbroken and feel like a huge jerk. I wish i could accept and love his mother but i'm not sure that i can their relationship is far too close and she is unpleasant to be around i don't want my future to be controlled by her he says he can set boundaries and he's willing to do anything to stay with me but their conversation about him moving on his own proved to me otherwise plus it was only a month ago when he wouldn't speak to me for an entire day because i expressed discomfort to him in private about something his mom did He's planning to move here at the end of April, so I don't have much time to make my decision and put a halt to it. Maybe she doesn't sound that bad, but I am preparing for the worst already because I truly do not know what it will be like when we're no longer long distance. I do not want to regret having them uproot their lives and move across the country only to end up wishing they weren't here. I truly do not think I could ever find another boyfriend as loyal, thoughtful, and selfless as my boyfriend. He is my best friend and my whole life but his relationship to his mother has caused me to feel like this may not be right. I just really feel for Opie in the situation because this guy does sound incredibly charming, Opie sounds like they have such a perfect, lovely time when they're there with them, but this guy latched on to his mom when he was a baby and it sounds like he's not quite done feeding yet. This guy doesn't have his own life, he has an approved routine from his mom. To me, he isn't his own person, he belongs to his mommy. I mean, it just doesn't seem to make much sense, especially the crazy things they're trying to pressure OP into doing too. Don't make an established plan, just have kids whenever you want it, and by the way, it should be like right now. Holy red flag. Our next story is, entitled mother-in-law can't believe she might need to pay for her own housing. I just want to vent. I've been with my husband about 15 years, and we were very little contact with his family for most of it, because he couldn't stand them. I probably only met his mom 3-4 to times even though we lived in the same city. Well, 2 years ago, we get a call from Adult Protective Services. She was in the hospital after calling 911 and when they'd gone to get her, the apartment she shared with her daughter, who is also an entitled piece of crap, a whole other story, was in such a bad condition that they didn't want to release her back there. I'm sure they were happy to find someone else to take her, so we almost didn't even question whether there were other options and we agreed to take her in we moved her in it's been a nightmare she's very entitled and narcissistic she doesn't have much income because she hardly ever worked so it's pretty measly social security she spends about half her monthly income on cigarettes we so love smelling it all the time she does smoke outside luckily When we first got her and she was pretty frail and it was winter, we let her smoke in the garage, which was a huge mistake and turned into a giant tantrum when we finally put a stop to it. Lucky for her, she gets medicare fully paid for by the state and gets some food stamps, but we don't charge her anything. She's a total slob, has probably taken five to six showers in two years, and we really resent having her here now. She never cleans after herself, makes noise constantly, and frequently acts like a child and throws tantrums. For instance, she ran out of a chocolate muffin she likes but still had cake and other snacks. She huffed and slammed the pantry and said, I guess I'll just have to go without, as usual. We make sure she gets all of her meds, gets food even if her food stamps run out and drive her to all medical appointments. Some are 90 miles away and take 4 hours. But yeah, she goes without. I wish we'd try to find an alternative earlier but finally we are trying. Today I took her to meet with a social worker about Section 8 housing. She made it off the waiting list and we're waiting to see how much she might get and whether we can find her a studio or something. The lady explained that she would have to pay 30-40% to of her income toward the rent. Mother-in-law started benching about it immediately, how they were going to take all her money. I'm just sitting here like, bench? You live in my house for free. Why shouldn't you have to pay something toward your own basic needs such as housing? What the freak? I can just tell, in OP situation, her moving out cannot come soon enough. I wish you the best of luck on getting her out of that place and into that Section 8 housing. Our next story is, my mom, 49-year-old female, expects me, 25-year-old female, and my divorced father, 55-year-old male, to pay for everything and I'm growing resentful. My parents started dating very young, when my mom was 20 and my dad was 26. He helped her leave her abusive household and helped her by paying for her university and accomplish her dream of becoming a lawyer. They had me four years later and got divorced on good terms when I was three. My father continued paying for an apartment and a 24-7 live-in nanny and cook for us since she was my primary caretaker. And during that time, she remarried to a bum and had my sister, 15-year-old female. He ended up being a deadbeat dad. My dad still paid our rent throughout those years, including utilities and school. Only for me, not my sister, her dad paid for it. He loves and cares for my sister and takes her out to eat and to the movies whenever he can. He put me through college and now I own a house and have a great job in New York City. I had no idea the extent of my dad's help to my mom until a few years ago. My mom straight up refuses to get a formal job because she doesn't like having a boss, doesn't like following other people's schedule, and likes to come and go as she pleases. She does freelance work for friends of friends that don't pay much since they're people from low-income areas. She fully relies on my father to give her enough money for rent, utilities, and groceries, and he enables her because he knows that if he doesn't help them, they would be in the streets. She has no savings, no health insurance, no social security, no retirement plan, and I'm getting extremely anxious at the idea that I will be the one taking care of all of that in the future as well as paying for my sister. I help out with extra money for groceries and medication that she needs, as well as money for my sister's birthday parties and presents, but it infuriates me that my mom was offered a helping hand and grabbed the whole arm instead. I've talked to her about getting a formal job instead of doing freelance, but she said in her ways, and my parents' arrangement has gone on for so long that I don't think it's possible to change it. My dad enabled her too much. Thinking about my dad still supporting her lifestyle even after he retires breaks my heart because he works his butt off. I make my opinion known that I think this arrangement is BS, but it's taking a toll on me trying to make things better. I worked really hard for the job I have now and I don't want to spend all of my money on my mom either. I want to have a family of my own and go on trips with my husband without worrying about my mom and it makes me feel guilty. I guess my question would be, what would happen if OP just stopped. I think rather than OP having this expectation that someday they're going to have to pick up that slack, they need to make it known that they're not going to pick up that slack and she needs to pivot and do something. She's only 49 years old, it's not like she's necessarily on her way out in the workforce. There's still years to spend trying to make some money that allows them to save something. Our next story is, new neighbors repeatedly called cops because the direction our car was parked in the cul-de-sac? hey y'all 25 year old male i was searching for the right thread for this i live with my folks we are located in a cul-de-sac however we are the houses that fall on the sides of the cul-de-sac imagine the letter u we have a house on one side of the u and our neighbors across have their house on the other side our houses face each other my dad parks on the strip of property on the side front of our house because we have three cars on the driveway Apparently I'm assuming this inconvenience the neighbors across the street from reversing because they repeatedly called the cops on us. It took us a while to figure out why the cops kept coming. When we figured it out, they were able to get away with it because there's a certain way you're supposed to park when entering a cul-de-sac. We saw the wife, the mastermind, sneak to place a notice on my dad's car. It almost got towed afterwards. We've lived on the street for 25 years and all the people that have lived in that house, the neighbors moved into, have never done something like that. I believe it's racially motivated and also because of jealousy. We are also introverted so we never went out of our way to communicate when they moved in. They didn't even bother communicating with us either. They communicate with every neighbor around us. That all happen to be the same skin tone as them, white, we are black they pointedly made sure to park on the street after those incidents to prove a point. I think definitely having security cameras put in place just to make sure nothing crazy is going on would be a good idea, especially if there's like some claim that you're parking illegally and you're not, you can have video proof of that. Bottom line though, if it is an incorrect way to park, there's really not much you can do here other than park how you're supposed to. This next story is... Father-in-law insisting husband finds him a place. My father-in-law and I do not have a great relationship. He has been completely overbearing since before I met him. Examples, I didn't want to tell our first kid's name, and he forced my husband, then boyfriend, to tell him. Also, I didn't want any visitors at the hospital, but he weaseled his way in there by guilt-tripping his son, and many, many other things throughout the years we've been together. Anyways, on to now, he can no longer live where he is in another state so he plans to move near us. Ugh. Not only that, he's told my husband to look for places for him. My husband has a hard time realizing his dad is being toxic, so I have to point these things out, and I told him that he has his own life and things to attend to. His dad can be an adult and find his own place. He, father-in-law, has plenty of time on his hands as a single man with no other kids. My husband proceeded to tell him that he can look himself and send things over if he wants. He then sends a place over and says please go take a look at this place in the next five days. As if my husband can just stop what he's doing and go check out a place to live, we have busy lives and my husband has a stressful job. Father-in-law didn't even ask, he just politely demanded that my husband go and take a look. His self-absorption infuriates me and now he's going to be living within 20 minutes of us. I feel so bad for my husband because he's now realizing his dad is kind of toxic for the things he does and he doesn't know how to talk to him to get him to realize how entitled he is and is scared to say the wrong thing to him because of how he's explosively reacted in the past and I'm assuming in his childhood. It's like he's completely oblivious to the fact that my husband has his own life and family to deal with. He just expects his son to be at his beck and call. What do you call a person like that? Does anyone suppose he's a narcissist? I just can't stand it, and I shudder to think of the time me and my kids will have to spend with him. I mean, although this is definitely an issue they have with the father-in-law, they have great issues with their husband too. Whether OP or the husband would ever like to admit it, they're enabling this behavior, they're allowing this nonsense to go on. Even when it's stressful or annoying or completely inconvenient and near impossible, they bend over backwards to try to make it happen for the father-in-law for really no great reason. I'm definitely willing to bet just like OP, it stems probably from childhood. He just needs to be able to tell his father no and regularly no. But I completely understand, especially if they grew up being yelled at or being forced to comply, that is it's just a hard thing and not in somebody's nature having been conditioned like that. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.